welcome back to a special holiday, short holiday week episode of Nota Bene. Nate Freeman, here you are. We're joined by the wonderful Andrew Neustein. What is going on, my friends? All virtual, thanks to our friend, the bitch COVID. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Bitch. I am not only doing this remotely, but I'm doing everything remotely because I am quarantining. Yeah. yeah. Nate, did you test did did the iron the iron lady herself all the defenses the years spent <laughs> in the restaurants of Clandestino during the, the plague years uh, in the basement of Baccaro um, on airplanes in Europe. Omicron. You finally the, she finally got to you. I know. Miss Vid finally oh got to you God. via the Omicron. How you feeling? I'm feeling uh 100%. I have no symptoms. Um I had a, a slight cough and then that that went away. But uh, of course, I'm isolating, um, staying away from society because I, that's what you have to do. So. I guess this deproves my theory about the encephalation uh, acting as a prophylactic. So there you go, then. Oh, science yeah. science the, wins. The, the, yeah. the Keith Richards of the, of the art world. Well, you look good, Nate. I'm, I'm glad to hear that you're uh, feeling yeah. well. But the whole rest of the art world, it seems like everyone shut down, uh, both for the yeah. holidays and because everyone in New York City seems to have COVID. I know it's really scary yeah. how many people tested positive, but um, you know, hopefully things will get better. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we've been saying that for a long time. Things will get better next year, next election. Things will get yeah, better. I can't, believe we're in, I can't believe we're in season three and it's still not canceled. You know? <laughs> no, no, this show goes on. <laughs> I keep feeling like, who's still watching this? Like, and most, oh, shows, most shows begin to suck after the first two seasons anyway. Um, <laughs> it's really, and it's this really one, lagging now. Especially so. Um, mm-hmm. If I see yeah. bitches out there fucking posting pictures of sourdough, I am going to jump out a window. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and listen, you know, I'm Mr. You know, I'm Mr. You know, I am like the barefoot Contessa male version, but I just, I can't with, with any more of your amateur cooking, all of you. That's true. You are. You do post a lot. You do post a lot of. Uh, if you never got into the starter. You never did the sourdough. Hamptons thing? adjacent. Yeah, I don't bake. Listen, I uh, my my food posting is both um, my greatest pride and my greatest shame, all wrapped into one. <laughs> <laughs> and I just I've, I've learned to live with that. It's okay, you know. I would hate. It's a great me. title for a cookbook. If I wasn't me, I would hate me, and even though I am me, I kind of hate me. So there you go. Um, <laughs> But we're not here to talk about the virus. We're, we're here to recap this this crazy year, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's been a year. It's been a year. This felt like a fucking century. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Apparently, going, it's been a year. <laughs> I know. I was going through my phone, and, and it just seems like January was literally a decade ago. And uh, yeah. just looking at all my pictures. And but before we get before we get into that, real quick, I just want to go on the record. Just before we get into that, this is all I've said. But hey, Joe Manchin, you can suck my fucking dick. Okay, continue, Nate. <laughs> wow, we're getting real political yeah. on the pod today. Aren't yeah, we? I'm just I'm raw, man. I'm fucking so sick of this bullshit world we live in. It's just fucking totally unfair. <laughs> okay, yeah, but, you know, no need to call the suicide prevention hotline or anything. I'm just saying, like, what the fuck. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, because it's the end of a shitty year. We lost a lot of really good people this year, like like well-known mm-hmm. artists with like long track records. Um, for me personally, oh, like, yeah. Lawrence Wiener, like like he was like he's a fucking like a hero of conceptual art and a really fun guy and a great guy and a warm-hearted guy, a pornographer mm-hmm. in some in some ways uh, as well mm-hmm. as an artist. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Sure. You've never seen the film, Nate? I'll send you a link. Well, I mean, it's art, dude. Yeah, I know. I, you know, <laughs> one and the same, one and the same. But I was really bummed. Like, I, you knew that he was, you know, over the past few years, he's even though he's been out and about pre-COVID, you know, you could tell he was getting on in the years. 
but the work was just as vital. I was looking through my phone and I was realizing like at every single art fair I've been to basically for as long back as my iPhone goes, I have a photograph mm. of a, a Lawrence Wiener that sometimes was the only interesting artwork. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going to miss him. I'm going to miss drinking yeah. a little scotch with him. Force of nature. Yeah. Total force yeah. of nature. And just like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like the re- like the real deal who got into it for like the real reasons and like lived true to his his creda, um, and not art for everything. Like you know, even though it was not inexpensive art, like it wasn't really trophy art. Like it was really hard to explain to some people. Like either you got it, either you were like that kind of guy. was like, oh yeah, that shit's dope. I want that, even though it's a set of instructions, yeah. uh, you know, in a low wit esque way. Or you're like, eh, what? Six figures for that? I don't know. Um, so I figured that, that, I don't know, I just wanted to, to speak to him. Um, obviously just in like in the last week, we lost a bunch of heroes like bell hooks, um, you know, uh, much more, um, you know, uh, a rudite hero perhaps or a rudite in a different way. Lawrence Wiener, maybe kind of very different sides of, of, of something of the same coin. Um, who else did we lose this year, Nate? I mean, well, who else did we lose this year? I mean, I, I mean, a new rule people, you know, I mean, Richard, about, ri- like, uh, I mean, just, I just had it in the last week. So I was writing down all the people I ca- like cared, like public figures. I cared about that died in the last week. Like, like Richard Rogers, who for me, yeah, like, I find, I find architects hard to like, cause they're all fucking egomaniac sociopaths. But, like Richard Rogers, like mm-hmm. the, 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 the Pompidou, um, like just like perhaps like one of my favorite buildings in the world in a great city mm-hmm. and so different than its city and so radical in its time. I mean, talk about a, a piece of, of art, uh, in this case, architecture, that really pissed everyone the fuck off when he made it. And in some ways that can Still be a Still pisses people off. Yeah, yeah, and like just the, the radical notion of taking all the things that we try to hide, all the systems of a building, all its HVAC, how people move around it, um, kind of like all the superstructure of a building and making it external and exposing those things that basically late capitalism what? has tried to hide those systems and try to make what it a, seem uh, seamless and make it seem like, you know, like it's a like it's a perfectly unified system and to make it awkward and to make it ugly and to make that the aesthetics, uh, I just felt was like one of the sm- like most hardcore things the late 20th century architecture what i really liked about richard rogers is how much he pissed the fuck out of prince charles who hates modern architecture and is a fucking square oh i oh, didn't know prince about charles. this tell, tell me more about That's this the most interesting <laughs> thing about richard rogers dude he hates the crown he hates prince charles he he thinks that that the queen should fucking die and that they're all Whoa. just like 2020 squares who just like think that like modern architecture is a sham and like like he did a great uh, like talk of the town, uh, like walk through London. I think with Ian Parker uh, for the New Yorker, like maybe eight years ago, and he just like walks on the Thames and was like, "Prince Charles blocked a building here and here and here, and like he can go fuck himself." It was awesome. Well, because Prince Charles kind of ultimate <laughs> boomer, and that he's into this, like he's recreated this kind of faux English countryside uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, village that he's you know very huge to like kind of traditional architectural principles. Now I get I know. it. Now I see it. But like in retrospect, it's just so Trumpy to be like like modern architecture is bad like it's like like where do you get off bro like come on it's like 2021 just like like you know like not everything's gonna look like a fucking georgian house or whatever um i mean but talk to the talk to the architectural president whatever it is the the um the not the zoning commission in new york but like the the historical preservation system that like kind of like ends a lot of of apartment redevelopment so like eh, it doesn't look right anyway mm-hmm. this isn't a zoning show at least <laughs> that's the smart people so is it an urban planning show no i mean it, it depends on the day of the week i just don't i didn't i didn't open those windows on my screen right now so i can't really speak R- to it r.a.p east river park uh, R-A-P, shit, yes zoning. 
Talk about things that died that were beautiful, amazing things that were an important part of my 20s and 30s. East River yeah, Park is yeah, ripped to shreds. Which gone. I think the three of us has, have spoken about before on the podcast, I think. That's we true. I know it's been on the podcast. I can't imagine what other guests would have brought would have brought that uh, been I engaged with us. I think you're promoting a super spreader event at the amphitheater, Ben, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah, totally. Well, no, it was outdoors, man. That can't be a super spreader <laughs> no. event outdoors. <laughs> Um, yeah, and that's the amphitheater is, that amphitheater is no longer there. Nope. It's gone. Uh, yeah, it's like the second the city has 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 the green light to like demolish something, it's like Woo-hoo! I've never seen the city act <laughs> faster <laughs> yeah. than when it's greenlit for a demolition. I'm like, wow, that's <laughs> took a really long time to try and not fix the Tatham Z bridge and then just build a new one. But the mm. second they're like, Oh, we can just destroy something, we're like, Yes, finally. I hope that Bill de Blasio and, Jane Jacobs and, and, and Joe Manchin <laughs> are forced to sit together because they would hate each other and have uh, coffee together for all of eternity as they both burn I bet they like each other, actually. Yet, I'm think? sure they like each other. It's like Ted Cruz, Bill de Blasio, and Joe Manchin. Right. Oh. <laughs> all these assholes love oh. each other. Nightmare blunt rotation. F, Mary kill. F, Mary kill. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to kill myself there. Can um, we anyway. on this show? Yeah, we can. Hey, what? Can I, can I swear? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. This is Fuck not like yes. on like like Cartoon Network or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> like, we're, we're, like, I don't know how is media this works. NPR. I mean, we could, get de- we could get we could get deplatformed at any moment. At any moment. Anyway, Nate, I cut you off. You had yourself organized. We're going to talk about some of the best and worst in the art and culture sphere. Nate, take it away, buddy. It feels like you're the most I prepared of all of us. I don't know, man. Um, all right. So so what were some? I mean, it was a very strange year. Like, obviously, I like sort of started off the year like, you know, like going into museums for the first time, really, and seeing show like the blockbuster shows the first time. I mean, I think one of the first things I did was go to the Whitney for the first time in like a year and a half at the beginning of the year. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like Los Angeles museums weren't even open until Whitney? May or, or 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 yeah, like May of 2021. I mean, I think at the Whitney I saw that, like the Salmon Tour show, which was which is quite nice. We talked about this on here. I don't very know polite, very, very one polite. One of my favorite shows of the year. But you know, one. I mean, in February we had the the Hammond show, at the Drawing Center, which I certainly think was one of the highlights of the year. Yes, that you is know? in the, that was that was one of the few notes uh, I made to myself was that is actually mm-hmm. at least in New York. So at least the things I was able to see, David mm-hmm. Hammond's top. Nothing really yeah, compared sure. to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beautiful that, that, show. That was yeah. I mean, like that was yeah in February and and, and very few things topped it. Um, just an incredibly thorough look at Hammonds as, you know, creating things that I guess you could be could be dirt tub dubbed drawings, right? But but you don't think of them that way necessarily. Mm-hmm. I mean, kind of. I yeah, think it's and just also like lo- you see David Hammonds on a on an announcement from an institution, and you kind of go, "What are they going to trot out? Like this is going to be mm-hmm. such a boring, re- repetitive thing." And then I went, and it was just so beautifully thoughtfully mm-hmm. done so much work that i hadn't cons- like hadn't seen in person or hadn't considered it was really just it was so um so masterful mm-hmm. yeah and i guess yeah. you know it was nice to sort of close the year seeing um mr pino's uh uh works by david <laughs> hammonds at his new museum in paris which also was a fabulous mm-hmm. show Did, you, you guys both saw that right no? not in person 
So we're I not all jet setters like you, Nate. Unfortunately, I was not able to make it to Paris. <laughs> Sorry, I just assumed that everyone just made it to Paris. It's My okay. Bad. You know, it's, I, I did it to myself. I should have been there, but I did it to myself. But I couldn't make it. I love your like Gwyneth Paltrow approach to life. <laughs> You're like, do you know when your Birkin bag is like being fixed? And <laughs> I googled my life long ago, Andrea. Okay, it's, really it's better for it. I know, I know. I know, Nate. I've seen your apartment. <laughs> Straight out of goop. Oh. Um, so I, so I definitely. What had, else? There were, I had David Hammond as a top Alice list. Neal show. Yeah, Alice Neal show was unbelievable. Yeah, I mm -hmm. wrote that down. I was oh. like, and then and then I crossed it. I was like, I'm just writing this down because I know everyone else thinks it's so good. But did it really affect me in any meaningfully soul? Like, like did no, not at all. It didn't really affect me in any meaningful. Oh, way. it affected me because it it because of it, because actually in person and seeing what that practice was doing, it's like there's a there's a really profound modesty. It's really just like here is my immediate circle. Here's what's in front of me now. Mm -hmm. I hadn't I hadn't really had like a clear sense of that of that approach. Um, before seeing all of the work um, um, laid out in that way. I mean, the thing that was fascinating to me was the way that uh, the gallery kind of like uh, really piggybacked and the galleries and people that had the work, the, the market just piggybacked on that show. So all of a sudden, sure. every secondary market gallery that had some Alice Neal in their inventory was putting it up on the wall. Obviously, David's Verna, which is involved in the estate, did a big, you know, also mm -hmm. equally as polite and to me kind of fundamentally boring show um, with mm -hmm. very few pictures <laughs> officially boring, for sale. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Like okay. it, it's an entire world. It. It's, it's, it's not just like portraits and stuff. <laughs> yeah, like, like, like this is an entire society that's being like, boring like boring's the wrong, boring's the wrong word. Polite is actually what I was looking for, but it's not boring. I don't think they're very oh. Um, speaking mm. of things that one of the two of you might not like, or maybe both like, but also at the Met, one of my highlights that wasn't Alice Neal, uh, was Alex DeCorta's big bird on the top oh, of the museum. I, I absolutely loved it. It was fabulous. I liked it. Mm -hmm. Okay, I didn't know. I didn't know if both of you been. I just like liked it as New York was quote unquote fucking. I hate this word reopening, but as things seemed to be coming back to life and that weird kind of psychedelic uh, and f just fundamentally kind of off kilter sculpture on top of the museum overlooking Central Park in Midtown was like I just had like an aha moment. It made me happy to be alive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, those roof commissions are. I mean, it's always nice to go to the roof of the Met. You know, it's True. like, you know, it, you can pretend for a second that you have one of those, like, you know, $100 million apartments. Like, and, and you know, Central Park is just, like, the thing that you see out of your living room. Um, I, I see mm -hmm. Central Park out of my living room, Nate. Yeah, but you don't get to look at it like you own it. Like, what you kind of do if no, you're on the roof of the Met. Yeah, no, no, definitely not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, but Alex did something really remarkable up there. And uh, certainly a highlight of the year. For sure. Just an artist like mm -hmm. kind of stepping up to the plate. For me, it was mm -hmm. the biggest stage he'd ever had, certainly in New York oh, City. Yeah. A little uh, bit bigger for, than, than, you know, Karma. Yeah, or like, you know, doing, you know, a very cool live presentation in Philadelphia. But, you know, um, yeah. but to have like this platform given to him and, and like really to like kind of hit, you know, to really, I would say, knock it out of the park and, you know, not hold back at all, not keep it safe, put forward like the possibility of his fabrication, his prop, his, his practice. Um, just, you know, a lot of artists, you know, kind of shy away from big stages like that or, or keep it easy mm -hmm. on themselves. And I'm sure that was like a hard project to realize, especially in light of it, it was like, you know, you know, I'm not sure how much access he had to the, his usual retinue of assistants and, and, and fabricators. So, mm. yeah, good call. Um, what else? What else stands out as, as, as great shows for you, Nate? Institutional? Yeah, institutional. Uh, for, yeah, to begin Andrea, with. do you have something? 
I mean, I have a few more, but I mean, I'm biased, but the Rosemary Meyer show at uh, mm-hmm. Swiss Institute thought was mm-hmm. awesome, really, really important, um, uh, kind of comprehensive exhibition of a, of a practice that hasn't really had um, its due institutional attention in mm-hmm. New York or elsewhere. Um, mm-hmm. uh, felt felt necessary vital i mean looking at that work it's it's like clearly a precursor to a lot of contemporary practices that use um soft sculpture mm-hmm. and textiles and and um fashion in in its vernacular so really prescient i thought and really nicely curated too totally. for a difficult space mm-hmm. um what else i don't know i also like i really like the julia Maratu show that was at lacma uh, in mm-hmm. la uh, that I thought was a very, very, it was just, it was a broad, it was a really well done uh, take on her work and someone who's always been important, but her kind of, at least for me, the amount that she's bubbled into my consciousness over the years kind of waxes and wanes. And this felt like a really good time to look at that work again, that kind of world, like painting as a world making uh, exercise, um, which mm. I really kind of enjoyed. I mean, I'm, it's, it, it points I've found her practice decorative, but uh, whatever, for every reason when I was in there this time, it really felt like it was expanding on the possibilities of how you could I can imagine new possibilities uh, through yeah. painting and through the kind of map making and then layering technique she has. You saw uh, that in person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was amazing. I, I, I guess there, I, I, I didn't see that many other institutional shows in LA that really blew me away. But again, the, most museums were closed for half the year. I think that was the only one I saw for whatever reason. I could never make it into the days where it was open and closed. The few times I was in LA, I could never make it into the um, the Hammer, whatever they call their mm-hmm. triennial, uh, made, in made in LA. LA. Yeah, I actually right. didn't see either, which is bad. Oh. Um, but I, I did love, and I didn't see this mentioned uh, too much in the end of year list, but Grief and Grievance at the new museum I thought was spectacular. You know, mm-hmm. I thought that was one of the, the, the by far one of the best institutional shows I saw. I'm sorry, that was only last summer, and that feels like a lifetime ago. Was that, that was, like that so was long like, ago? Yeah, that was, I was like, like, is that this year? Like, wasn't that 2019 or 2020? That was in like May, guys. It wasn't that Jeez. long. Ago. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh I should have taken a closer look at my phone photos, but yes, that that was a very very good show, poetic, radical yeah. in its own way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, some really amazing discoveries in that show too that, mm-hmm. uh, of artists I, yeah. I hadn't seen before. Mm-hmm. And just you know, also I guess you know I don't want to call shots the new museum, which is you know I love the new museum, but it was the first show in years that I thought really really blew me away there. You know. Um, mm-hmm. Which and and then actually I love the triennial too. So that so that was also like go uh, uh, you know go team new museum. Mm-hmm. I mean, Grief and Grievance. It's tough because I think because it was a show that was conceived by somebody yeah. who wasn't there to execute. Mm-hmm. There were some moments where I felt like <clears throat> I felt like it could, it could have it could have had m- m- more sort of like centralized direction in terms of how it was curated and how the work was uh, how the work was interacting with like how the different words are interacting with each other but um in terms of the overall idea and the execution of the idea i thought it was really solid yeah i had a lot of issues of it with it before i saw it and that just the kind of how they were going to continue someone else's vision and i do agree that elements of it were lost and it wasn't as eloquently elucidated as it would have been if oakley i think had seen it all the way through but i think it was enough core of ideas and i think they did a respectful and responsible job of realizing his vision um so as much as i wanted to talk smack about that i actually thought it was pretty okay yeah um any institutional shows you 
didn't oh, are there any more great ones that we didn't men, that mention i mean again even if you just saw it on instagram like i'm i'm sure there are things i saw that like i missed um i mean craft show with the whitney annika mm-hmm. was that this year <laughs> uh annika this year annika the tate yeah that was this year yeah that was, okay. that was pretty amazing yeah yeah i didn't you know, i actually I didn't, like I didn't make it back to London to see it, but yes, that looks amazing. I'm it sad was about it. You know what's very cool about, and we've talked about that project a bit here on the pod. Um, I just saw that she collaborated with like National, I believe, no, yeah, National Geographic for Kids magazine did a little oh, spread nice. on her and about it, and I guess she was really into it and like you know gave really honest and age appropriate answers about what she was doing and why. Um, mm-hmm. I just I think that either the gallery account or her studio account posted some some shots of the of the spread, and I just. I don't know. I like the artists that aren't afraid to get their hands to kind of get their hands dirty in a way, and in a, in a part of discourse that isn't, you know, the, the operative either art market or art critical discourse. Yeah. Like, why not? Why not That's talk cool, in a language a cool kids? Collab. Yeah, yeah, right. The collab this mm-hmm. season. Collabs are very hot right now, and those definitely the collab of the season. Um, so I didn't get to see it in person though. Uh, I would love to hear if you guys had any shows you hated though, because. I don't know. Hates a, hates, a, hates a strong okay. word for art. I think that, you liked cringe, right? What, what was it? Yeah, there were a couple of cringe shows. Um, and I'm going to, you know, I have to be careful, and this is only going to blow back on me. But I also can't <laughs> be anything. But also, I can't be anything. Well, because I can't be anything but honest. And like, so many people are so polite about art. And like, sure, right. like, to someone's face, like, you know, don't talk smack about their practice. Um, and, and don't talk smack just for the sake of being mean. But if something's, especially, mm-hmm. I don't think I feel comfortable even in big commercial galleries talking smack about a gallery show but in terms of shows that have the auspices of institutional um and curatorial lenses i think it's only fair if you're going to put your work in that kind of public lens to to for it to be open to criticality and i thought um maya lynn's uh ghost forest at madison square park i think was the most facile presentation of artwork that i saw in the year that's fair to Uh, say that's um, the most like uh, talk about like like making the obvious even more obvious. I mean, it was just like so terrible. So she found some like, I don't know, endangered trees or trees that have been cut down and clear in clear cutting uh, in different places, obviously an important subject, uh, and then set them up as kind of a, a forest of ghosts of kind of dead trees in the middle of this tiny little uh, park that is best served by Danny Meyer than any art that's ever been shown there. Um, and, uh, and I just like, I mean, I think her whole practice is a little bit, eh. You know, um, but this was just really bad, and I was like, "What? What curator would think this was a good idea?" Because it was so polite and so just kind of aestheticized, and it was such big boomer energy for me. Like, let's point out this 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 very complex and interrelated political issue in the most like obvious way possible and aestheticize it. Um, so yeah, I just didn't think that uh, added anything to the world that needed to be there. Yeah, it's fair to say. I'm d- and I'm, yeah. I'm down for I'm I'm other people smarter than me may disagree and I'm I'm always open to having my opinions changed. I'm trying uh, to think. I, I don't know. <laughs> okay, no, I mean, and talk about someone smarter than me. Like you know, <laughs> we have one on the pod. I, I liked it for I guess kind of the most. Uh, I, I don't think first of all, no, not true. But that's like I mean, I guess I liked it for the most kind of like. Um, Maybe for like very just uh, immediate like instinctive reasons, I'm liking to be around it, you know. Um, that counts for something, I think. Yeah, I don't. I don't have like a strong conceptual argument for why it should exist, but I just liked being around it. So I was like, I like it. Trees. 
I'll um, send you a driftwood frame for your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, listen. Yeah, exactly. You know, I I don't I don't want to come after her anymore, but it wasn't for me. But as yeah. long as you liked it, yeah, and yeah, I know. Yeah. But here's the thing: people really liked it. That that's what made me think of it. Cause I was looking at some other year end lists. Like it got a ton of press, and probably the most you know. And obviously, there was a really tragic story about you know Maya had recently been widowed, and 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 part of the making of this work came out of that. So like you know, uh, you know, there was certainly a lot of hooks for the press to come at it, uh, and certainly it's no- like it's a nice place to spend time, and I don't always have that sense in a public in a public installation i very often kind of pass by and go okay that's i can look it's like you know for the the metric is like the waterfalls or something you know like if you see something and you kind of go why is that there how how do i interact with it but like a grove of trees i could interact with like when i'm you know post post k-town like feast i can like hang out in it. it's like k-town a, feast. It's that's easy good. win for me yeah that sounds good k-town, k-town feast. feast yeah okay i'm in for that was, Speaking was, of COVID winners, <laughs> it was Sam Moyer's project uh, in the southeast corner of Central Park. Was that this year or last year? Time is just runs I together. That was I have no idea. That, I mean, I that, just to be clear, year. that that's something I liked and enjoyed, and also just because I liked yeah. being around it and I liked watching the public interact with it. That's like a bit of a more hectic and shitty intersection right there. Um, but, right. But I don't know. That's like you know. I, I I just so I say something positive about an outdoor piece. Um, that was that. Um, I have one more that I really disliked at a London-based museum, mm. but I don't want to be the only one that has negatives. So I'm going to keep my mouth shut unless. No, but you have to say one. it now. But you have to say it now. I don't have to. Ain't no, ain't no one paying something negative. Ain't no one paying me shit for this. Um, I found. Uh, I found the show of paintings at the Hayward Gallery in London. I right. think it was called Painting Now, but that could be an incorrect title. I'm just going on memory here. I found it uneven and lacking a clear curatorial thesis, even though it had some painters in it that I really liked. It, it was, like you could have just called it shit. That, you you could have just called it like shit that's trendy now. Yeah. It looked um, like a day sale. I'm looking at pictures now. Or Day Sale. Yeah, except for like Peter Doig. <laughs> Day Sale and Peter right, Doig. Okay. That would be a great. That's actually a great show title. <laughs> Day Sale and Doig. Yeah, I wish oh, I could see. just talk more shit. I mean, like, I don't know. Just looking through the picture on my phone, like the Art Club two, 2000 show, which was amazing at uh, Artist Space, like kind of didn't work at all at the uh, Kunsthalle Basel. Sorry, Kunsthalle Zurich. It's oh, I didn't like, see that at Consulzer, but I did see it. At- it was it was interesting seeing the same show twice, which of course we've all done sometimes, and you can see it in different mm-hmm. lights. And it was just like fascinating to me how much it sort of lost not being in the the artist space well, could, space. Nate, do you think it could be related to the fact that the Consulzer place fucking sucks? Yeah, that could be because that of it. space <laughs> is absolutely yeah. soulless and okay, poorly fair. designed. Okay. Yeah, okay, it's like a Swiss lover. It's like looks really nice, but totally cold. <laughs> The well, half Swiss woman. First of all, I'm very triggered. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I forgot. No, not not wrong. <laughs> I mean, I think it's fair to say that the most cringe shit that, that happened all year was just NFTs in general. I mean, like we can just just oh, right. like like I mean like we're forgetting the most cringe shit of all the time. Most cringe- <laughs> like, the most cringe like, thing is like. Is the art world grappling <laughs> to contend with showing NFTs IRL? Right. And trying yeah. to be cool about like, it and not reactive. Oh. And like, yeah. I don't, yeah. 
I don't want to shit talk, you know, certain collectors or certain publications, but like the complete capitulation to these things is so fucking, so fucking bleak. Well, you know, at least, uh, at least Kenny Schachter and Melania Trump have something in common now, <laughs> other than being whores, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, it's wow. also just like watching like a, it's like watching like the older dad at the party like trying to chat up. You know, it's like lo- looking at like ooh, that like, was really like analog. <laughs> looking at like the art dad, like the looking at like the older like the analog art world trying to like make NFTs like an exhibition. It's just like stop trying stop trying you know, you know what I mean? it's auction like, houses not... like kind of like thirsty to put up to put up flat screens with nfts on them and and somehow include them in sales yeah it, like it very was it very more. it was very all of all of the the traditional art world interacting with nfts was was very uh hello hello fellow 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 kids <laughs> <Yeah>. uh <laughs> meme-esque uh <laughs> starring steve buscemi you know yeah, exactly. Um, and it's just like it's just sad because there are there are radical underpinnings of that technology and all kind of distributed technologies and rhizomatic technologies that have the possibility for like for for new things to be created. We just haven't seen anything happen yet. And like my like ick factor around everything that goes on with it now like makes me not at all want to engage with it. Um, unless totally. you we know, forgot unless to do an in memoriam for Clubhouse also. Oh yeah, how the fuck are we gonna talk to people? <laughs> R.I.P. Now that we're all isolated again. <laughs> oh well, you, you know. Spe- speaking of big, you know, big boomer energy, I think there is the. I think Clubhouse still exists. It's just the. I think there's a lot of uh, MLM activity uh, and uh, and kind of the um, older set on there. I believe. Uh, I've been led to oh, believe. Yeah. Um, but before, but I do want to like talk about gallery shows because yeah, I think especially yeah. in the second half of the year i feel like artists that have been holding back i think we'll see a lot more of this first quarter 22 artists that have been holding back they've been scheduled to do shows and have been like really wary even after galleries reopened um started actually having shows really this fall especially um but even going back to the spring like uh the reggie burroughs hodges show at karma uh where this guy kind of sort of came out of nowhere in a way when he's in a, I, I knew nothing about him I went in there because I'll go see anything Brendan does. He has a, a pretty good eye, and uh, and just blown away mm-hmm. by this guy who's middle aged, uh, lives up in Southern Maine, uh, teaches not art really, more like kind of video game or, or interactive design up there at one of the at one of the kind of medium sized colleges. And these paintings were just soulful and beautiful and like so on point. Um, and uh, yeah, that was just one of the early gallery shows that I really really liked. Mm-hmm. What else from earlier in the um, year did I really like? Andrea, do, do you want to go? I mean, I don't, I, my sense of time is always really like, uh, you know, I have like a, you know, time is a flat disk approach <laughs> to, to, to how time I experience mm-hmm. it. But um, I don't know when this was, but I really love that Ching Ho Chang show at Turner. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that was fairly recent. That wasn't early in the year, um, but super beautiful, super like stunning work. Um, uh, again, something that I hadn't really, um, uh, been exposed to or, or or thought about in 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 real life um obviously like robert gober like you know yeah the gober show is is unbelievable and certainly one of the best yeah. of the year if you haven't seen yeah. it we, we've already talked about it, that show a lot but yes it's just un- it's stunning um yeah and i'm sorry i guess this was also this year and also at the metropolitan museum which really it's funny that we have talked absolutely nothing about anything that happened at moma but i guess that's the way yeah, things are these no, days no. 
uh, is uh, right. the, Car- the Carol Beauvais sculptures on the top of the steps of the yeah, Metropolitan very, Museum very of Art. Yeah, very, very amazing. Which I thought very amazing. Cool. I'm not sure exactly when they were installed, but based on my I- iPhone camera, they were certainly up through most of uh, of this year. And like these incredible discs, you know, reflecting the city and the sky back to us and this kind of, you know, in, in the way that, that Carol does this kind of, you know, mm-hmm. this, this, this take on modernism, this kind of... Uh, uh, f- I can't say feminized, but it's kind of this this real comeuppance of modernism, uh, and on the steps of that particular institution, I thought was very cool. Mm-hmm. Well, one show I really liked, and you know, this we've talked about him, but the Kai Christensen Knoll show that that, that opened Lomax was, I think, spectacular. Fuck yeah! Oh <laughs> yeah. wow, that was a crazy show. It was, was so insane. Show. Like that's just so you know, intense. So intense, and like the, you know, that's the kind of stuff that just like you know you just love to see people hate on it you know and like like mm-hmm. it's just like feels people like hating it, on it? yeah yeah and it's just like oh, it's, wow. a, it's a very just like sort of like you get it or you don't sort of thing right because it's just tr- truly one of the highlights of the year for me yeah that's an awesome show mm-hmm. that's just slapped yeah really fucked up <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> what else i mean huge show at listen was great um you know borna's show at jasmine's gallery was awesome you know 100 percent um jasmine will pay that invoice soon Um, yeah me too sorry (laughs) (laughs) i'll I'll add it onto my jtt tab and as they're moving galleries i should probably get that paid before the end of the year um (laughs) sorry (laughs) um what else i guess that was the the borna samak show at jtt Um, I'm trying to think of like I it feels like everything runs together but there must have been some great stuff that we saw in that was in London this spring Nate and I'm just like I mean mean, this fall excuse me well yeah I mean there was the Aki show which is amazing what else was in London that was really good I don't know we weren't there at the same time no we weren't but like from my recollection like what were the big gallery shows um you know, I really liked Hottie's show at Rodeo. That, I thought that was spectacular. You know, Rodeo's little carriage house space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there must have been something. Oh, the Her- the Helen Frankenthaler show at Gagosian. Mm-hmm. That was very nice. I'm looking through right now. Um, I'm also looking through. I mean, I I, I know that, that it, you know, most more professional podcasts would have all these lists just, like, fucking, like, like set out beforehand. But I kind of like how we're just yeah. sort of, like, you know, just, just all scrolling, scrolling our through our phones uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. photos um anyway other highlights to the year art wise um with there i mean for me basel basel was just great to be back in an international art fair i didn't really care about freeze new york it was like a half affair like a stutter step yeah. of affair um yeah Honestly, I thought I that they were. I mean, in fairness, they were contending with like an earlier iteration. Of, no, like, of course, it was cute. Fair. It was cute, like everything yeah. that Freeze does. Quite twee, very polite. Yeah, um, <laughs> but fundamentally un- unimportant. Well, I actually thought Freeze London was maybe the best fair of the year, which was you know interesting because it's not usually my favorite fair, but for some reason it was just happening at a time when people felt more comfortable. Um, and like you know, London was very alive, and I thought the fair had a really, really good energy. You're not the only person to have said that, Nate. So I believe that might be actually yeah. true. Yeah. Um, and yeah. you know, thinking about you know, because we did, I went to a lot of fairs this year, pretty shockingly, even though they just started in May. But um, you know, all of them were fine. You know, 
considering. Uh, I, I liked Independence, uh, you know, New Space in that Cipriani. I thought that was like very elegantly done. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I really enjoyed Felix. It was just so much fun. Um, and the mm-hmm. vibes there are fantastic. Can't wait to go back. Um, but I think like the, you know, the fair that had the most sort of clout and also was the, the it felt the most comfortable was Freeze London. Hmm. From yeah. what I, I didn't go, but from what I understand, it was also like kind of the most celebratory. Like everyone was so mm-hmm. thrilled <laughs> to be, yeah, exactly. To be in that yeah, I think it was in a really great way. I was excited about Miami. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I did I you know. have fun in Miami though? Did you enjoy the fair? I did. Yeah. I the fair say. was great. I mean, I had, I had a little bit of fun and a lot of work and it was, it was warm out. Yeah, so that was yeah. Nice. There's a lot of work, I'm, but it felt that felt good. I'm worried yeah. that it was it was a gigantic super spreader event that you know has resulted in all of us getting sick. But what are you gonna do? I mean, life is a yeah. life is a super spreader event, man. Mm-hmm. At this point, yeah. Oh yeah, there are some nice things there too. I saw the Sika Tanaka show at at uh, Paul Cooper in Palm Beach. Mm-hmm. That was a really nice show. Oh, that was an amazing oh. show. Yeah. Wait, yeah. you you made really, it to Palm really Beach? Forward. Did I see that? Yeah, yeah. No, because I, I think I left a little earlier than me. I think you came oh. out just after I left. Yeah, oh, but that right. was, no, 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 I thought no. it was a beautiful show. It was absolutely beautiful. I mean, yeah, yeah. and I love that work. And I mean, I feel like I wish there was more of it. I know. know that it was, it, like that was <laughs> available in the world, but I know. And just um, days after we saw it, then you know the, the feds had, had descended on Worth Avenue. Oh yeah! Did you did you see that? We talked about this last week. Oh. but yeah. Steve Henry had <laughs> Wait, to be like, happened? I missed it. There was one of those like sort of like you know like sort of like like fake galleries or whatever, uh, you know, like the IRS and the feds just like descended on them oh, for, like money, oh, money laundering shit. shit. Yeah. Oops. Uh, and Steve Henry was yeah. like like the man on the scene, just like like describing what was happening to Arnett. It was great. Oh my god. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, is it hilarious? I don't know. Um, well, it's hilarious for everyone except for that guy. He got raided. Yeah, exactly. So kind of personally or professionally, uh, anything you guys looking forward to in 2022? Great question. Great question. Yeah, it feels like scary to look forward to anything. I'm Jewish, you know, I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) knock on wood, we get to see art again. Yeah, I Um, mean, everything seems up in the air. Knock on wood. Venice, yeah. Yeah, Venice. Venice. I really want to go to Venice. Definitely Venice. I mean, that, that more than anything else. I mean... You know, I, I'm looking forward to Freeze LA, presuming that it's happening. Um, but, you know, really. Yeah, freeze it's all freeze LA, fine. You know, I'm looking forward more to galleries, but I think I would love to see what Chichilia has done and all the different national mm-hmm. pavilions for Venice. And I just want to be on yeah. a, fucking, a fucking water taxi, like rolling through a canal. Like, I real know. bad. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope. That's really it. Yeah. I think that everything else. There was good. one cringe. Actually, I just thought there was one cringe because I was in I was in Berlin at the beginning of the year. I just remembered. I don't remember right. this is 2020 or 2021. But there <laughs> speaking huh. of cringe, there was that the Boros at Bergheim show. <laughs> oh right. Yes. That actually happened. <laughs> I don't remember if that was 2020 or 2021. Well, uh, what is this? The, it was the, the Boros Ber- collection did like a COVID era exhibition at Bergheim. And it was very like. Was it that was real? Was a, I thought yeah, the whole that, art that shows at Bergheim. I thought that was like some sort of like internet joke. No, that no, was they really real. actually did it. They really actually did it. And and look, I understand. Like, I love I love the idea of supporting like 
the legendary Berlin nightlife by uh, trying to create some kind of like art experience in these like, you know, hallowed halls, whatever. But it just felt like such a kind of, I, cringe is the perfect word. It's just like, do these do these worlds know how to deal with each other? No, nor should they, nor, nor they want to. Nor should they want to. Yeah, it's like, you know, I feel like when nightlife tries to do art or when art tries to do nightlife, neither, neither <laughs> the twain shall meet. Don't make you know? eye contact. Just don't <laughs> make eye contact. Just walk past. It was a hookup. It happened. Just walk past. No eye contact. Not the 80s. <laughs> We're not going to recreate the mug clubber area. This is over. It's done. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's some artists who like really, who really like thrive in that space, like the Tillmans of the world, you know, mm. fine. But like, yeah, it just felt like, I don't know, a bit, a massive private collection doing, doing an exhibition of itself in, in Bergheim felt like, it felt like trying to be supportive. So in that way, I guess it's like nice. But mm. when I'm, when I'm talking about a show in those terms, you already know the show was kind of like, didn't really hit. Nope. That was the one cringe thing I can think of. And I don't no. even know if it was this year. <laughs> it's all one year. Uh, yeah. What am I looking forward to? Yeah, I guess Venice. Well, I mean, I'm I'm spending the like a month and a half in January and February in LA. And uh, so I'll be potting from out there, which will be fun. But also, I've never really spent serious time in LA, like at least in a row. So I'm looking forward to just having a sort of living experience there. And uh, just sort of treating it like, like, like home for a while. What area are you going to be in? in? Downtown, actually. Just oh, nice. Yeah. Um, so it's nice to just be able to like, you know, just go to, to to shows there on like a sort of in a casual way without having to run around because I have to catch a flight, you know. Um, so mm -hmm. that I'm really, really, really looking forward to and spending more time. That's in, fun. You'll be the only there. one. You'll be the only one in the gallery. <laughs> yeah probably <laughs> um, it's kind of like the, that's the la experience i feel like there's you know people come to openings and there's like never foot traffic never like mm -hmm. anyone i know but like that's great because like you know you come in you're it's like great. i'm here like like give me yeah. attention and everyone's like oh my god and they it's do human. like it's, it's human yeah yeah i mean almost to a negative point, like it. okay guys you know what i, I that's enough attention <laughs> yeah. i'm ready to go now like you know i've seen the show um, yeah, but, but but this is an official announcement. LA people, if you're listening, I will be in your city. Let me know what shit's going down. I would love to hang. If anything's open. If, any, if anything's open. <laughs> if anything's right. open ever again. There were um, some nice things in LA, though. I was in LA. Listen, living in LA, is, like just a, living in LA is great. I'm psyched. Mm -hmm. Very psyched. Yeah. There was that nice, there was, uh, what was, uh, what did I see out there? There was um, uh, Akashi show. It's nice. Mm -hmm. Like about what? What else was there? Ben, help me out. You're a professional. <laughs> I mean, just vaguely. I was sorry. I was totally distracted. I was just fading out, just kind of in my own mind. <laughs> um, I was just thinking about living in LA. We're uh, all just dissociating. Hundred <laughs> percent. I'm just like <laughs> just fully dissociating. Mm -hmm. um, like, I don't know. I saw a bunch of art in LA. Existing. Most of it sucked. I liked a couple of things. Who knows? I liked Rashid's show. I thought that that was one of the better shows I've ever done. Yeah, Rashid's show was incredible. Mm -hmm. I like the Anita Stackle. Anita Stackle. Stackle. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to pronounce it. Oh Anita's my god! Yeah. Stackle show at Hoffman. Really cool. We missed that show, Ben, and everyone said it was the best show in the city, and we so we, good. We missed it. It was so dumb. It was really good. I miss a lot of stuff. I'm trying to be better. I know, but we meant to go to that one. Sorry, Hannah. Love Hannah. She definitely does not listen. Love to Love seeing Hannah. And if she does, she definitely doesn't make it. This she does. I think she does. Dude. What do you want to bet? What do you want to so bet? Cool. She's so cool. 
Are you listening? I don't know. <laughs> we love you, Hannah. She's so cool. <laughs> um, um, best meal have... that you had in 2021, Nate that's Freeman. A... Oh, I have to go first. Best meal. Um, wow, that's impossible to say, really. I think, yeah, I think it would have to be Friday lunch at Contramar Mexico City. Okay, totally legit answer, of course. Yeah, Oof. I mean, like it's it's the scene, it's the cuisine. Major. Did Lucy friends. just did was... Lucy just whisper that one into your ear? <laughs> <laughs> Lucy wandering. Lucy in the knows me better than anyone. Um, <laughs> she knew my answer before I did. I know my answer. What's your answer? Yeah, chin, chin East. Mm. The sushi uh, that made me cry. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, Beautiful answer. I would have to say, actually, keeping it all in the family here. I was lucky enough to attend a post first nuptials for a very close friend. I can't remember the name of it on East Broadway. Who's Wonton? Who's Wonton? Thank you. My brain is broken. And it was oh in God. terms of the company, the occasion, and the food from dumplings to crab. And one of those afternoon lunches that goes, I mean, we stopped eating, like we stopped imbibing at like, you know, 9, Oof. 10 p.m. Um, almost on the level of a contramar type lunch. Right. And I think that is one of the fondest memories I have full stop of the past year and especially of the meals that I had in the past I, year. Aww. Well, I couldn't agree more. Aww. That's all I got. All my emotions are gone after that. Let's just shut the baby down. <laughs> all right. Well, we will see you in 2022. We'll see you in 2022. We might try and sneak in a, a cheeky little, a cheeky little pod <laughs> yeah, before then. Nate. I'm going to make you work for it. I'm going to make you for the check, make you work for the checks I'm sending you. Andrea, as oh, always, what? it is an absolute pleasure to have you with us and to see your face. This is my virtually. third pod, which makes me officially third a pod. friend of the show. Oh, you're, that is true. You're, you're a close friend of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I love being a friend of the show. I feel like safe- I should, you know, fifth episode, I want to have full like Justin Timberlake treatment. Um, the green room. Well, if I get my act together, there might be a, a chapeau uh, in your future and for a couple of <gasps> clo- just for the real homies. We'll see. We'll see. Yes, <laughs> I want grail. I want so, grail chapeau. It will be pretty grail, I think, if I get around to getting it made. Okay, it's it's right. gonna be insane. Um, Lawrence, right. give me a call, buddy. All right, that I'll is see it. For you us. Submerged. I'll see you guys in submerged. Safe then. travels, everyone. Wear a fucking N95 and uh, wear your mask. Get, get your booster. booster. All right, not a bene. Bye, Anthony. Fucking Fauci. Peace. <laughs> no, to bene. Out. <laughs>